following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan. And tonight you can get in on the action. Do you like San Diego State or UConn? Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up to get the promo hookups and pick your national champion and so many same game parlays and everything going on tonight on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And always use code HUGE when you sign up. After downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, it is a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's time for our number three on this Moneyline Monday with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. If you're just on your way home or just tuning in, I dropped huge opinions to start the show on the Tigers. When will they begin to hit the baseball? Three-game series begins tonight in Houston. CBSSports.com has the Tigers at the bottom of their power pole after the first weekend. Tigers home opener coming up on Thursday against the Red Sox. I'll be at Tin Roof right across from the ballpark. Our DraftKings MLB home opener bash will be live on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, 10 a.m. till first pitch on the Tigers radio network. You can also listen at thehugeshow.net on Thursday at 10 a.m. And on Wednesday night, I'll be live 3 until 6 at the DraftKings Social House inside Somerset Mall in Troy on the east side of the state with our Detroit affiliate, The Roar. Chris Ballas with Wolverine.com will join us at that live broadcast. Also, Joe Davis out of Potterville, Michigan, the voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Fox College football, Fox NFL, and more. His career is just beginning. Pride and joy of Potterville. We'll hear from Joe. That will be Wednesday at 3.05. DraftKings Social House, Somerset Mall in Troy. On the eve of the Tigers home opener on Thursday. And then Thursday morning, 10 a.m. until a little afternoon at Tin Roof. For that DraftKings home opener bash right across from the ballpark. We threw out our Bush Light. Huge question of the day that you can answer. Caitlin Clark, undefeated South Carolina, the talent of LSU, who won the national title and threw up 102 on Iowa. Did you watch more of the NCAA Women's Tournament than ever before? Now you can answer that ad huge show on Twitter, our Bushlight huge question of the day. On air, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. A local bank you can trust and depend on, which is more important than ever before. 
So join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. I also dropped a HUGE opinion that in regards to the Reese Clark trash talk, I don't mind it in-game. I don't on the free throw line in-game you want to do it, but after the game was over for Reese to go track down Clark, talk smack with the hand and the face, gesture in the championship ring, finger, it was unnecessary. That's it. It was the greatest women's tournament I've ever watched. You didn't need the trash talk at the end. You didn't. LSU didn't go through the handshake line. They didn't come out for the national anthem. I'm not debating that. From a pure basketball standpoint, that was the greatest NCAA women's tournament I've ever watched, and I'm sticking with my opinion. No matter how you want to argue or try and portray it or slander me on Twitter, some of you saying that I have an agenda, bringing race into the picture, no. It was Bush League what Reese did to Clark when the game was over. As Aunt Wright said about 30 minutes ago, if you want to trash talk, do it all game long. Don't do it when the game's over. There you go. End of story, moving on. The women's game elevated to a level that I've never experienced before. I have never, ever said, hey, man, to a bartender at a sports bar or at my house or check what time a women's game was going to start that didn't involve Michigan or Michigan State in the Big Ten tournament or NCAA tournament, and I did it multiple times this year. So when you get this massive 24-hour Twitter debate, it tells you that the NCAA women's basketball game has arrived. It's more entertaining than the WNBA and the college game at the NCAA D1 level is more entertaining than the NBA. Let's go get an update on Michigan Spring scrimmage, I guess, game you could call it last Saturday at the Big House. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders, is standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, Clayton? Doing well. What's going on? Uh, your thoughts on what transpired at the Big House. What were the highlights? What was something unexpected, predictable? And what do you think Harbaugh and his staff took from what fans had a chance to witness this past Saturday? Yeah, well, it was definitely a spring game. Uh, some sloppiness, some guys that didn't play, if you have anything minor. I mean, no sense of putting them out there in live action. So I thought Michigan did a good job managing that. But uh, five turnovers in the game, I thought that was uh, you know definitely something that stood out. J.J. McCarthy throwing a pick on a, a really bad throw, which was surprising to see over the middle. Early on in the game, he got off to a little bit of a slow start, and then I thought he settled in. They let him stay in the entire first half uh, per his request, I believe, and uh, he led a two-minute drill at the end for a touchdown, playing with some some backups, some walk-ons, so that's notable as well. A lot of mixing and matching between the two teams. His touchdown pass was to Jake Thaw, who, uh, if that was a real game, would have been his first catch in his career, I believe. Um, walk-on kid, so good for him, but um, backup quarterback battle, I think they're still going to have a competition that goes into the fall between Davis Warren and Jack Tuttle. Both had their moments. Both also made some big mistakes with turnovers 
as well. Um, Benjamin Hall was kind of the kid everybody was talking about, the freshman early enrollee running back who looked really impressive. Uh, again, it's a spring game. It's it's against backups in a lot of cases, but 13 carries, 96 yards, one touchdown, and really most importantly kind of looked the part. So he was the biggest surprise from my standpoint. This is a kid that was a three-star. He didn't come in with much uh, hype or fanfare at all, but really showed that Mike Hart knows what he's doing on the recruiting trail with his evaluations and development in terms of uh, you know working with him over the last few months. But uh, there were plays made on defense. I still think they got to figure out who's that uh, second cornerback is going to be. Um, but they've got some good transfers that came in. Josiah Stewart at edge from Coastal Carolina. Ernest Hausman at linebacker from Nebraska. Both of those two guys look like they could be impact players this fall. So some good, some bad, some ugly, uh, as you would kind of expect in a spring game. But it was fun to see both sides out there and, uh, and competing. Blake Corum out there coaching, that sort of thing. So seems like they had fun with it. And tonight will be the dinner where the Mays team gets the steak and the blue team will be eating hot dogs. Wow. And does the blue team have to cook it for them or is it done by <laughs> school personnel? I think they're headed to the chop house, one of the finer establishments in downtown so, Ann Arbor. So the losing team has to go to the chop house and eat hot dogs? No, I don't I don't know if they get to even go. They probably oh. stay at the at the facility and so the they, winning team will be headed to chop. Hey, they have to hit the little mini grill they bought at Meyer out back of <laughs> Schenbeckler Hall. Who wants exactly. a dog? I think it's raining. Who wants a dog? The the buns are getting soggy. <laughs> exactly. That's why those guys wanted to win, man. And you saw that at the end there, if you were watching the, the two-point conversion where they roll the dice, I mean, you're not going to go to overtime in a game like that. So Mike Hart said it was a no-brainer, but he was the head coach of the Mays team. They go for two to take the lead at the end. It was Peyton O'Leary, who's another story of this game, too. Former walk-on wideout. Uh, who Jim Harbaugh was raving about last fall. He said he had a Cooper Cup-like training camp, and everyone was kind of like, okay, you know, it could be one of these guys Harbaugh really hypes up in terms of walk-ons. He likes to do it with some of the receivers. But uh, he was he was good. He looks like he could play. Six catches, 126 yards, and that game-winning two-point conversion. He's another guy that they're looking for some more you know, wide receiver production. I wouldn't be surprised if he found himself at least in the rotation this year, but again, it's a spring game, so it's hard to hard to take too much out of it. But yeah, he he was able to come up with that catch from Davis Warren that got themselves a nice steak dinner. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com talking about the Michigan spring game from this past Saturday at the Big House. Harbaugh doesn't like to hype a lot of guys, but I think I read a quote from your story of one of the stories from Chris or Anthony at the Wolverine.com that Harbaugh is calling this team the best team he's had in his eight years at Michigan. He said in terms of the time of the year, with it being April 1st when he said it, um, that it's the best version of Michigan that he's seen in his eight years. And he said, you know, they could get complacent over the next few months. You know, he's not ruling anything out, but he's saying at this moment, uh, it's the most impressive group uh, that he's had. And it's hard to to kind of disagree. I mean, I know they got injuries, and it wasn't overly impressive, the product on the field on Saturday, but – uh, I did an article with the, the long list of guys that were out. I mean, and once you're on the same team together and not split in half, that'll help as well. Uh, but you can just see the talent. You can see the depth. I think that's what he's referring to as well. Just the, the fact that the trajectory is, is looking so uh, – it's an upward trajectory. And um, so I think that's kind of what he meant there. He said that at a pep rally with fans there as well. So important to know that. But, uh, yeah, they had a nice little pep rally before the game, which was – fortunate uh it was indoors because the weather was not great but um i think he likes his team i think he likes the talent i think he likes what the future holds 
Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Hield Show across Michigan. So when they get back together uh, beyond off-season lifting and they go into the submarine and fall camp, uh, what are key battles to watch on both sides of the football and special teams for Harbaugh and Michigan? Yeah, a couple of them, one on each side. Uh, I would start with the offensive line and just kind of how things are going to shape up there. They they brought in three transfers this offseason. None of them really participated much in spring ball because a couple of them had offseason surgeries. One of them, Ladarius Henderson from Arizona State, will come in this summer. So just figuring out who the best five are, how they can fit together. Uh, there are so many different options. And uh, there's a guy, Giovanni El Hadi, who, I mean, I'm sure you remember, started a few games last year, looked really good as a sophomore uh, and he's probably, you know, barring injury, not going to see the field much this fall. He, he looked fantastic on Saturday, pulling, uh, you know, regular normal blocks, just a guy in front of him and pushing him back. Uh, there's so much depth on that offensive line. So it's not necessarily something to worry about, but figuring out the top five and where those will fit together is going to be something that Sharon Moore, offensive coordinator, line coach, is going to need to figure out along with Jim Harbaugh and the rest of the offensive staff. And then the defensive side, I thought one of the bigger disappointing things of the spring game was uh, just at corner, you know, we had heard so much about Amorian Walker, who they moved over from wide receiver this off season. And they're kind of looking at him as a guy that could, you know, he's got all the physical tools, six foot three, uh, it, just incredible shuttle times, three cone drills, that sort of thing. But can he put it together on the football field? Uh, and, and really Peyton O'Leary, the guy we talked about at receiver was kind of picking on him all afternoon long. So I think that's still a concern. Where are you going to look for that second corner opposite of Will Johnson? Are they going to look in the transfer portal again, which opens up on May 1? So that'll be something we'll be tracking as well. But uh, other than that, I mean, you're looking at a lot of depth, a lot of talent just about everywhere. I think the D-line is similar to the O-line where there's just a lot of guys that could shuffle in. Um, You know, and and so that's kind of what I'll be watching. Those two positions, offensive line and corner, how can they piece that together to make sure that those aren't weaker spots on the roster? What about special teams? Uh, I know you're going to look for that replacement for Moody. Kicker is a vital part of Michigan football. Uh, last year at times, early on, maybe too much a part of the offense. Uh, special teams, uh, from kicking to kick return to punting to punt return, uh, how strong will those units be? That's a great point because kicker is another spot that we'll definitely be watching. Uh, Jake Moody being there, you know, you almost took it for granted in a way and, you know, not, not downplaying, you know, how much love he got because he, he certainly got love from the Michigan fans and the coaches and everything else. But you almost take for granted having somebody that's that reliable money Moody, they called him. And uh, now you have Tommy Doman, who's a junior. He's been waiting around and learning from those guys that were the upperclassmen the last couple of years, but he hasn't kicked in a game yet. And, and you just never know. Uh, he looks promising. He, he had a, he's also working at punter and he had a couple booming punts, uh, in, in some solid punts, even into the wind on Saturday. So that was a good sight to see, but they also bring in a kid, Adam Samaha, local kid out of Ann Arbor Huron that will join the team this summer. And he can battle for the kicker job too. He's, uh, extremely highly touted. So they have talent there to, to replace Jake Moody, but, uh, is it going to be Jake Moody, uh, type of production there? I mean, it's almost impossible to, uh, to, uh, replace that. Jim Harbaugh called Jake Moody the best kicker in Michigan history and a legend. Uh, so it's just going to be hard to, to plug and play there. But I think if you can get enough, uh, then you won't have to be like you know Michigan State this past season where you're going for everything, even in the red zone and that sort of thing. 
you know, you just got to be good enough there. Um, the return spots, I'll be interested to see those as well. They didn't do any returns. They just fair caught everything in the spring game. So uh, guys like Roman Wilson, who didn't play a ton, and uh, A.J. Henning, who was held out on Saturday, probably your returners at kick, uh, kick returner and punt returner, respectively, uh, and some speed there. But, yeah, those will be things to watch as well because special teams have been a big you know, part of Michigan's secret sauce over the last couple of years. Michigan's secret sauce, Clayton Safey, serving it up at the Wolverine.com kitchen. Follow everything, University of Michigan uh, football, uh, leading up to what should be a championship season at the Big Ten level and possibly again at the Big Ten level and also college football playoff. I think the pressure is to at least get to the championship game, uh, if not win it. Uh, Before I let you go, uh, Hunter Dickinson, what's your prediction on what uniform he'll be wearing uh, this fall and losing Bufkin now to the NBA Dickinson to the transfer portal and Jet Howard, based on the way he played at Michigan, I still can't believe I looked at the latest CBSSports.com mock draft and NBA mock draft, and you know he's like eleven and one, twelve and another. I guess it's always on. Yeah, I, again, uh, I don't know if Juwan knows everybody or whatever. I, I don't see it, but you know, God bless him. It's America. Good luck. But no Jet Howard, no Buffkin, no Dickinson. Transfer portal guys aren't going to go line up who are significant to go play when there's no one around them. Uh, you're you're Juwan Howard off a year where expectations were not met. Chemistry seemed to be an issue. Coaching decisions, blown leads, and more. What is he going to do uh, to save the upcoming season? Yeah, well, now it's up to, you know, you lost the guy to the transfer portal. Hunter Dickinson might be the best player to ever enter. The portal, uh, which I've seen some national guys say it's only been around for five, six years, but, um, you know, it's pretty notable. Uh, now you're relying on the transfer portal to make sure that you have a turnaround here in next season. I mean, you're right. It was a disappointing year for Michigan, given the standards that are here last year. Uh, so they've got to turn it around. And, uh, you know, they're in on a few guys, but we'll, ha- we'll see how he pieces this roster together because you're not going to have that star to build around and, and try to convince guys to come play with that would have been with Hunter Dickinson. So that's, that's a big piece that you're missing right there. Uh, you lose your top three scorers. Uh, it's going to be a completely different-looking team on the court next year for Michigan. So uh, it'll be impressive if Jawan Howard can, can do it, but um, you know, there, there's a lot of work to be done over the le- next few weeks with the transfer portal. As for a prediction on where Hunter Dickinson will end up, I mean, the moment that Ed Cooley got that Georgetown job, uh, he really liked Ed Cooley in the in the recruiting process, but didn't really want to go up to Rhode Island and play for him there. Uh, as soon as he got that job, I, I thought, you know, if Hunter were to transfer, which, you know, wasn't totally off the table, it was a surprise, the timing and everything, but not necessarily that he did it. Uh, I thought that would be an option for him because he's from Alexandria, Virginia, right around the D.C. area, uh, maybe would want to go home. You're also seeing today Maryland hires his former high school head coach, who was at Virginia Tech, now onto their staff as an assistant coach. So I think that could be a possibility. We may see Hunter Dickinson in the Big Ten next year. Um, but I think, you know, he said he's wide open, according to Jeff Goodman. So I think a lot of schools are lining up. And uh, we'll see what he does. But I wouldn't be surprised if he goes home to one of those two schools, either Maryland or Georgetown. And uh, Maryland would be extremely fascinating because he'd come back to Chrysler next year. Mm. You know, for him to finish in another uniform after – well, what Juwan Howard, if you go back to the Wisconsin melee 
at the end of that game, when you kind of take the last 14 months, give or take, of Michigan basketball, there's something just not right. And for Dickinson to bail on it instead of Juwan Howard being able to build around Dickinson with transfers, uh, something's backwards right now with Michigan hoops. Yeah, in that 14 months, I mean, what really has saved them, if they didn't go on that run to the Sweet 16 last year, it would look even more uh, bleak or, or, you know, those last two years would have been that much more disappointing. But you're right. And the weird the weird thing is, too, is how Hunter Dickinson did it. I mean, he hasn't even said anything publicly really about Michigan or why he transferred or, you know, even a thank you, that sort of thing. Look at Caleb Love from North Carolina. He goes all the way to the national title game last year. You know, it turns out after this year, he decides to enter the portal. Him and Hunter are, you know, two of the more highly touted guys in there right now. You know, he sends out a thank you to North Carolina, that sort of thing. So I, it's just surprising the way he did it, too. It makes you wonder, uh, from what we've heard as well, uh, some of the Michigan staff was caught off guard when they saw the news that, uh, you know, he was entering the portal as well. So not a great look. Um, and it, you know, makes you question a lot of different things and speculate on, you know, exactly what went down there. Clayton Safey, you can follow Clayton, Anthony Broom, Chris Ballas, and the crew 24-7 at thewolverine.com. Clayton, appreciate the updates on the Michigan spring game and Hunter Dickinson of Michigan basketball. Thanks for having me. Have a great week. All right, back at you. Clayton Safey checking in on the Meyer guests. I know Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with the University of Michigan Athletics. We do have our Bush Light, a huge question of the day. In regards to the NCAA Women's Tournament, did you watch more in this year's tournament or more of this year's tournament than ever before? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. They're a local bank that you can trust and depend on. And that's more important than ever before. Thank you to our friends at Mercantile Bank for their partnership in 2023 here on the huge show across Michigan. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. In the Den with Dan Dickerson. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. There are a lot of new faces on the Tigers this year. Who might surprise? Well, there are many candidates, but I'd start with the two kids who came from Philadelphia in a trade this offseason, Nick Maton and Matt Vierling. Maton has serious pop in his bat, but he never really hit for power in the minor leagues. Then he hit five home runs and 72 at-bats for the Phillies last year. Five more in just 48 at-bats this spring for the Tigers. Maton has shown he can hit a fastball. Now he has to show he can hit spin or lay off it so that he can make more contact and put that power on display. Matt Vierling is one of the fastest players in the league. The next step for him, get on base at a better clip so he can showcase that speed and take advantage of the new rules to become a much bigger base-stealing threat. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news. 
press releases and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Spend the money with and win up to $100,000 cash every Saturday in April from 5 to 11 p.m. One winner each hour will spin for the win and take home up to hundred grand. Whirl in for $100,000 money wheel only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. The only show where the people have a voice. We're all about huge opinions. Big name guest. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. In a moment, Graham Couch, opinion maker for the Lansing State Journal and a co-host on Couch in the Room podcast. He'll check in. We'll get his thoughts on San Diego State and UConn tonight in the NCAA Men's Championship game in Houston. I also want to give some love to the Ogdol family. Uh, Gabe, through Make-A-Wish, him and his family were given a trip to Houston for the Final Four. I've been seeing some of the photos they're sharing on Facebook. That's awesome as Gabe battles the tumor on his neck. They look like they're having the time of their lives. Shared the video from their phone when San Diego State hit that last second shot. In the Final Four matchup with Florida Atlantic, so nothing but love to all the Ogdals and Gabe and his mom and dad enjoying the barbecue and basketball down in Houston, Texas. Superfly did thumbs up for Graham, then he wasn't there. You were rushing in to tell me two minutes, because I was going to go to the phone and there'd be no Graham couch. So tonight you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you're a new customer, use code HUGE when you sign up and get in on the action with San Diego State and UConn. And also this Saturday, the action-packed UFC 287 fight card finishes with an epic rematch. Longtime rivals Alex Pereira and Israel Adesanya will face off again for the middleweight title. 
Throw down for your shot to win big on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the official sports betting partner of UFC. New customers who use code HUGE when they sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app can bet just $5 on a pre-fight money line and get $150 in bonus bets if your fighter wins. Plus, all customers can get closer to the octagon excitement with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. Combine multiple UFC 287 bets into one for a shot at even a bigger payout. So just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers can bet just $5 on a pre-fight money line and get $150 in bonus bets if your fighter wins. That's this Saturday night. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE. To sign up, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash MMA terms. Let's go talk about tonight's NCAA title game, San Diego State and UConn. Graham Couch, opinion maker for the Lansing State Journal, co-host on the Couch and the Rube podcast. You can find wherever you download podcasts. Just standing by. How you doing, my friend? I'm well, Bill. How about yourself? Good. Uh, trying to figure out if San Diego State can get UConn tonight. I'm leaning towards UConn by 10 to 12. Your thoughts on the final college basketball game of the season? Yeah, You know, I don't. I think UConn's going to roll them. Um, I do think San Diego State physically can hold up in ways that maybe uh, some other teams haven't. But I, just, I don't think they have enough offense. And I think UConn is, has got pros and is, is built for uh, is built for this moment. And uh, you know they looked like it early in the year. I saw them out in Portland at the PK eighty five. They were the best team out there, and uh, they hit a lull in the middle of the season. And so we sort of lost track of them because of it. They weren't really in the Big East race, but uh, there was evidence that they were one of the best teams, if not the best team in the country, a lot of the year. This college basketball season, from the women's side to the men's side, has been phenomenal, at least the tournament. Uh, I'll say uh, this NCAA tournament, both sides have enjoyed it. The Florida Atlantic run, the San Diego State run, to the championship game tonight. Uh, The growth on the women's side. Uh, the monster TV numbers. Uh, when you look at conversation on Twitter or social networks or on the street that we've never seen before connected to women's basketball, uh, tell me why, Graham, uh, that it exploded this year. Well, you had a player in Caitlin Clark who I think is one of the first, I mean, Steve, I mean, She's somebody I think even men aspire to be, right? Like, you watch her game and you go, I can't do that. And you've got a Steph Curry tour in a way that you, uh, you know, I think we all sort of knew that generation of player in terms of mimicking him was coming. Uh, but she does it at a, at a higher level as anybody we've seen. And so I think there's that. There's somebody that, that, that is truly a star on that stage, men or women, that we maybe haven't had in a few years. Um which, which I, I think really, it, 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 and it coincided with this uh, year where we didn't maybe have it on the men's side. Yeah, and Caitlin Clark, uh, see, a female Larry Bird, uh, Pistol Pete, maybe not quite with the handles there, but 
You know, it, it, it really is as close to not, not a girl that could step in to a men's game and score 30, but, but as close to a, an excitement player that we've seen in so many years in the tournament and seasons on the men's side. It, it really, Caitlin Clark was must-see TV for me. And I will tell you that I watch more women's basketball in this NCAA tournament. Like I first noticed, like, man, LSU was good when they just hammered a, a pretty solid top 25 Michigan team early in the NCAA tournament. And Caitlin Clark, I, I just couldn't get enough of watching her. Yeah, I mean, I like Caitlin Clark so much in terms of watching her play. I lost money yesterday because I, I thought LSU was better. I wanted to bet LSU. But I just didn't want to bet against Caitlin Clark, so I didn't do it. And you know, it, she was that sort of player that you, you really you, you made time to see. There aren't a lot of, I mean, even on in the men's side, there aren't a lot of teams that I make appointment viewing. And there, there is something to her game that the, the the range she has in her shot, the hesitation dribbles, the quickness on that first step. There's just a lot there, and it's 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 pretty cool. She's come. She's got another year of college. I mean, it's. I don't know if she's happy about it because the uh, the rule that's there with the WNBA draft, she's not eligible yet. But um, it's great for the for the for the college game. Uh, one final thought before I let you go. Speaking of uh, women's college hoops, Susie Merchant, uh, we got that news earlier that she had you know stepped away, and now you get uh, someone connected to Okemos, uh stepping in who has made the ascent from D two to the MAC to the Big Ten. Yeah, Robin Fralick, uh, you know, she grew up in Lansing. I actually went to church with her in downtown Lansing as a kid. Uh, knew her, you know, when we were like five or six years old. Um, and, you know, it, it's she's done amazing things quickly. I mean, you look at that record at Ashland at the D2 level, when you go 104-3 and three over three years, uh, I don't care what level you're at, that's pretty impressive. And then Bowling Green very quickly uh, had that program uh, in the right direction. So from the outside, it looks like a smart hire, looks like good energy and somebody who's, you know, uh, will will uh, reinvigorate that program, which Susie Merchant did a great job with for a long time. It, I, I don't think the trajectory was really on its way up at the end for, for, for with, with, with Merchant, but, um, you know, the, the peak of her 16 years was, was pretty good. Uh, speaking of Susie Merchant, how is she doing? You know, I, I need to retouch base. I touched base with her. I wrote a column about her um, right when she stepped down and touched base with her. And, you know, she wasn't really ready in a, or in a position yet to, to, to talk and, and, and hopefully will be in the next week or so. Uh, because it's, it's a good question. One of the things I loved about covering Susie Merchant over the years was just how forthright she was, how candid she was. When she had those health scares in 2017, I wrote a couple different columns about her, and she was very blunt about, you know, the situation with sort of the electricity in her heart and, and uh, where, you know, the heart arrhythmias and, and the things the doctors did to stop her heart for a second and really scary stuff. But she was very, you know, and she was always that way with, about her players and about issues. And, you know, I'm, I'm only, I'm, I'm hopeful, uh, uh, you know, Robin uh, Freilich will be the same way to cover. But, but yeah, Susie Merchant was Michigan State women's basketball for 16 years, and I think a lot of people still view her that way, and when, when you have to do a lot good to be uh, to be viewed that way. Yeah, class act on and off the court. Uh, she will be missed coaching 
Uh, give her my best if you talk to her before I do. Graham Couch, Lansing State Journal, opinion maker, co-host Couch in the Room podcast. You can download it wherever uh, you download podcasts. Appreciate the update and your thoughts on the tournament tonight. Women's Hoops and Susie. Anytime, Bill. Take care. All right, Graham Couch joining us on the Meyer Guest Side. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics. One final segment coming up. We'll check in with Jeremy Torrey. Did you say Tari? Okay. The GM, Flint Firebirds, is going to join us. Flint Saginaw tonight, OHL hockey playoffs, round one. Flint is down 0-2. Spirit won the first two at the Dow Event Center. They're at the Dort Financial Center tonight, game three. A little after 7 p.m. in Flint for our listeners on Sports Extra 1330. Game four on Wednesday. In Flint. Get your tickets now at FlintFirebirds.com. That's FlintFirebirds.com. I said Jeremy Torrey, 5.45 p.m., GM of the Flint Firebirds. They're going to need to hold home ice and get back-to-back W's to take it back to Gooseland for a game five in the OHL first round, the first time Saginaw and Flint have ever met. You can follow the series, SaginawSpirit.com, FlintFirebirds.com. But game three tonight in Flint, game four Wednesday in Flint, and we'll talk to the Firebirds GM, Jeremy Torrey. From the east side of the state, he'll join us next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Breaking Benjamin. Live in concert in Grand Rapids. Special guests, Bush, and Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MercBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute Purple Communities 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point in GR. With the shotgun start at 8.30 a.m., this is the event for all golf enthusiasts. Participate in an individual or foursome admission, all while having food and beverages provided. The best part is that 100% of the proceeds will benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register now at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. 
It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Final segment on a Monday broadcast. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. I think Jeremy Torrey, the GM of the Flint Firebirds and the OHL. Game three tonight. First round, best of seven series. Firebirds down 0-2 to Saginaw. Game three starts a little after seven at the Dort Financial Center in Flint with our affiliate Sports Extra 1330. How you doing, Jeremy? Doing great, huge. Hey, thanks for having us on again. All right, uh, what's the latest on ticket availability for the people in the Flint Saginaw area tonight at the Dort Financial Center for Game Three, and then Wednesday night's Game Four? Tickets are going fast for tonight, but we do still have some seats available. Um, if anyone wants to come out tonight, we'd love to have them. We uh, we've 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 had uh, some great turnouts up in Saginaw. We need all the. Uh, all the fans out tonight to support the team and, and uh, get back on track. Yeah, the team needs to hold home mice advantage and get a Game 3 W tonight and a Game 4 W to send it back uh, to Saginaw in a best of three. Uh, what have you seen uh, in the first two games of the series that uh, gives you some hope that the Firebirds can get back-to-back W's and even the series? Well, we're back at home. That's going to that's gonna be a help, and we've always got uh, great fan support here, so... We, you know, they had that advantage of, of home ice the first two games. Now we're, we're back at home here, so we're uh, we're excited, getting ready to drop the puck here in, in just over an hour. All right, so if somebody wants to get tickets tonight for Flint Firebird Saginaw Spirit Game Three OHL First Round Best of Seven uh, Dort Financial Center Box Office or FlintFirebirds dot com. Correct? Absolutely. We you can buy them at, at the door, uh, but to avoid the long lines. You can uh, go to the Firebirds website, and that'll link you through eTix, and you can get tickets there. All right, my man. Uh, enjoy Game 3, and uh, we'll check in Wednesday on Game 4 in Flint. Appreciate it. Have a great evening. All right, Jeremy Torrey, GM of the Flint Firebirds. What a series so far for Saginaw. The Spirit are up to zip. Flint needs a W tonight, and also on Wednesday to even the series. FlintFirebirds.com, and also the Dort Financial Center box office will drop the puck as Jeremy just said, in a little over an hour. So if you're listening on Sports Extra 1330 in Flint or 100.9 FM in the Midland Bay City, Saginaw area, get to the Dort Financial Center tonight, the box office, or easiest way, online at flintfirebirds.com. And if the series goes uh, beyond a Game 4, those Game 5 tickets will go on sale uh, when there is the need for a Game 5 at saginawspirit.com. I love it when you get a rivalry series. First time ever meeting in the playoffs. The Saginaw Spirit and the Flint Firebirds. Go Goose. Go Jeremy. Goose, the managing partner of the Saginaw Spirit, and Jeremy is the GM 
for your Flint Firebirds. Need the W tonight. We'll tell you tomorrow how they did. Now, if you've missed any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, full shows, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and they're free and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Time to check in on what's on tap at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills. You can watch San Diego State and UConn tonight, NCAA championship game. And you can enjoy a $6.99 steak burger basket and $2.99 select domestic drafts during the game tonight at all brands, Steakhouse and Grills. Brands in Bay City, Brands in Caledonia, Johnny Brands in Granville, Brands in Holland, Johnny Brands on Leonard, Mike Brand Sr. has the Brands in Cascade just east of GR. Michigan Madness ends tonight. $6.99 burger baskets with fries during the game and $2.99 select drafts at all brands. Steakhouse and grills for the one close to you. Just go to brands.com. That's brands.com. Big. Bad. Huge.